0: We continue in our series, The Indomitable Spirit of Water Walkers. Indomitable means not easily discouraged or defeated. Someone say not easily, easily discouraged, discouraged. or defeated. This morning, I'm taking the message. We have talked about the water walker, Robert. That was Moses. We've talked about Elijah. We've talked about um, Peter. We've talked about Paul. We've talked about some great water walkers, Isaiah. But today, the spirit of the Lord yesterday moved upon me and said, this sermon is dedicated to you. You are the water walker this morning. You sitting in this room, you listening by podcast, you are the one that the Lord is using as an example this morning. This morning, I speak on the red carpet of perseverance, the making of a miracle. Someone say the making of a miracle. James 5 and 11 says, My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job, and you have seen the end intended. I want you to say the end intended by the Lord. I want you to know this morning, there is always an end intended by the Lord to your story. There is always an end intended through that trial. Can I get an amen? He goes on, James says, seeing the end intended by the Lord, for the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Someone say, the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. And reading from Hebrews 10 and 36, you have need. Look at your neighbor and say, you have need need. of endurance. So that after you have done the will of God, you can then receive the promise of God. Look at your neighbor again and say, you have need need. of endurance. So you can receive the promise. This morning is dedicated to you. It's dedicated to the water walkers in this room. It's dedicated to those that heaven says you are standing on my red carpet of perseverance. My heart is tender toward the church. Make no mistake, when I cry in sermons, it's not because of anything going on in me. It's all what's going on in the Word. I do my crying on my own time. Can I get an amen? So this morning, this Word is dedicated to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we welcome your Holy Spirit. Speak what needs to be said Do what only you can do. Sir, only you and I know how much you help me. How very much you help me. And to you be the glory and the honor forever for that. But this morning, feed God's children. Feed my brothers and sisters. Strengthen their spine. Strengthen their knees. Lord, touch their hearts. And bring forth a fruit of this word that only you can. In the name of Jesus, don't let us leave the way we came in. And somebody said, Amen. amen someone say the making, the making of a miracle, of a miracle. red carpet of a perseverance a verse that comes to my mind isaiah 64 and 3 is for you this morning brothers and sisters when the isaiah said when you came down long ago lord you did awesome deeds beyond our highest expectation. And oh, the mountains quaked. For since the world began, no ear has heard, no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait. For him, Did you hear what I said? No eye has seen, no ear has heard a God who works for those who wait for him. If you're in God's waiting room, I bet you're crowded in there with the rest of us. God is doing a miracle in the making. So go ahead and give him a praise in advance. Go ahead and give him a shout of hallelujah this morning. When that boy was born blind that we encounter in John 9, who had been born blind from birth, in his mother's womb, a miracle was in the making. And it was already put on the calendar when he would encounter Christ and he would be healed. When the woman who was bent over and could nowise lift herself up, she was completely bent over, had to look at the floor her whole life, On God's calendar was the day that a miracle would be in the making. It was working behind the scenes. When the leper was pulled out of society and cast out. God on his timetable already put the day when Christ Jesus the son of the living God would encounter that leper and heal him and no longer he would be cast out. A miracle was in the making when the man who could not walk and his friends lowered him in the roof on the day he was born feeble with no legs working Jesus put it on his calendar that he would come walking down that dusty road someday and that man would He would take up his mat. A miracle was in the making. That man that laid at the pool of Bethesda all those years and was discouraged and disappointed. A miracle was in the making. Because God had already put on his sovereign calendar when Jesus would come walking in and raise that man up. When Mary Magdalene first encountered probably occultic drugs and demons began to enter her through sex with men and all horrible things. those demons thought we've got her to the end of time but the most high God said I knew that girl when she was a baby and I'm telling you there's a date set on my calendar when I will deliver her from those demons and she will walk in the company of disciples and she will declare the glory of the Lord somebody give Jesus a hand clap of praise there is a miracle always in the making Every moment of your past, every struggle you have ever gone through, in the middle of it, there was a miracle in the making. Every heartbreak, every sin, every time you wandered away... There was a miracle in the making And God was at peace Because he knew what he intended As Pastor James He was a pastor Says that's why I love the book of James We've studied it here before He was a pastor and he said You know God has intended effects That's going to come out Of what you're going through Every trial has an expiration date In Jeremiah 29 and 11 In the living Bible says I know the plans I have for you Plans to give you an expiration Expected end. There's a beginning of a trial, but there is an end of a trial. Suffering only lasts for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise. It's interesting about red carpets. Let me tell you where I got this from. It is from James. The Message Bible says, take the old prophets as your mentors. They put up with anything. They went through everything, and they never once quit. All the time honoring God. And the Message Bible says, what a gift life. Is to those who stay the course. You have heard of Job's staying power. And you know how God brought it all together for him in the end. That's because God cares. He cares right down to the last detail. Someone give a shout of glory this morning. And I tell you this morning. There is a red carpet of heaven. Where heaven is cheering you on. Heaven is saying, you sons and daughters of the Most High God belong on the red carpet. Red carpet is interesting. Red carpet is the red carpet that we look at in the world when they have the Academy Awards. Interesting for trivia, the first time in America that red carpet was rolled out, it was for James Monroe in 1821 when he got off a boat. Knowing how things happen behind the scenes, I figure someone said, we need to throw something down, the ground is dirty. We'll go get that old piece of red carpet. And they threw out a piece of red carpet and someone said well that worked let the red carpet be rolled out come on somebody and from there on red carpet was rolled out the first piece Movie had it in 1922 with Robin Hood of Egypt. I know, come on, somebody. The thing is, the people watching in black and white couldn't tell if it was a red carpet, but it was a red carpet nevertheless. But there are and there is a red carpet of the great witnesses found in Hebrews 11. You can read that on your own time, my dear friends. But that red carpet talks of those who, by faith, kept going when they wanted to give up. Look at your neighbor and say, It's It's not the time to quit. The word used by James says we see... As blessed those who have endured. In the Greek, that is fumodagma. And it's used for the word model, which means a system or something to imitate. Now, model in the natural world for us women is those women that have been photoshopped and had their face redone. And they're coming down the runway and we feel bad about ourselves. You just remember they're photoshopped. Come on, somebody. Look at the real people. I love to post pictures of women that are just severely wrinkled. Just to encourage the brethren and say, this is the This is what we're looking for. We think of models as when they do the football picks and the big old, they come out, you know, they can't hardly walk because their shoulders are so big and they get picked for teams and football. But that's not the model that they're using in this about the red carpet. They're using the model of that system that we are to imitate. James said we count those blessed who have endured. Fubodegma. Which means we take them as a model. That they today are standing on the red carpet of heaven but they today the Bible says are peering through and they're cheering you on your grandmother who prayed for you the ancestors before you the great pastors and apostles who knew you on this life who are now in heaven they are on the red carpet of eternity saying come on come on you can't hear them you don't need to try to hear them that's not what that's for but in the faith world one step into eternity they are so Saying, don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give out. Get out of the boat and keep walking on the water. You've got this. Somebody give Jesus a hand clap of praise. So today, I honor you water walkers in this room. This song is for you. This sermon is for you. Who you kept going when you had little strength. You invaded the impossible. I'm speaking about you. These are the words he gave me late last night. You invaded the impossible in the midst of great hardship heaven a cheers for you on the red carpet you invaded the impossible in the middle of great adversity you invaded the impossible and did not quit you invaded the possible when your heart was broken when you lost someone when you loved when something happened you didn't see it happening and you're still reeling from the loss. heaven stands up and says we celebrate you standing on the red carpet of perseverance for those who wait on the Lord shall never be ashamed somebody give God a shout of praise you kept going maybe you crawled but you kept going you walked on water when you forgave the unforgivable When you resolve to go on. The indomitable spirit of water walkers is found in our anchor verse of Hebrews 11.33. And this is the way the spirit gave it to me for you. How do I know he gave it? I am not that smart, but he is so wise. In that verse it says... "Those." Who through faith subdued kingdoms. You have subdued the kingdoms of the world. By living your life for Jesus Christ. You have kept the giants of fear. You have kept the giants of betrayal at faith. And you have determined for me to live is Christ. Through your acts of faith. You obtained promises. When you shouldn't have had joy. You were able to secure joy. When you shouldn't have had peace. You secured peace. When you had no strength. You got out of the boat wobbling kind of like on a crutch like our pastor is recovering but you said I'm going to go from strength to strength. You got out of the boat. You turned disadvantages into advantage and you said Christ I don't understand why this has happened to me and it is a disadvantage but I know through your grace somehow you will turn this into my advantage and it will be used for my good. Somebody give Jesus A hand clap of praise. You won battles over disappointment. You got out of the bed. Well, pastor, I don't feel like I won any battle. In fact, I threw my Bible on the shelf. I don't even want to be here this morning. That's okay. But you kept going. You turned the enemy back by your praise, by your worship. And you turned the enemy back by your acts of kindness. We live in a fallen world where good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. We live in a fallen world world but we don't fall under the rights of the fallen world we follow under the rights of the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his blood at Calvary and said I will turn all evil into good somebody give him a shout of praise this morning come on just shout out his name Jesus water walkers, sometimes you know one of my favorite <laughs> this may kill some of you most of you know it I love Lord of the Rings If I'm feeling a little down, I'll watch Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, or Lord of the Rings. I know it sounds crazy, but I see purpose and focus in each one of those movies. Lord of the Rings, there's a moment when... Frodo and Sam are together and they've just fought hell on every side. It always makes me tender. And they're just trying to do their best to destroy this evil ring. And he looks at him and says, by all rights, we shouldn't be here. But we are, Sam says. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered, they were full of darkness and danger, they were. And sometimes you don't want to know the end because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much has happened? But in the end, Sam says to Frodo, "In the end it's only a passing thing it's only a shadow even darkness must pass and a new day will come and when the sun shines it will shine out clearer those are the stories that stay with you, Mr. Frodo, Sam says that means that something, if you were too small to understand why and I think Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now why folks in those stories had lots of chances. Of turning back, but they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. Frodo says what are we holding on to Sam in his despair and Sam says there's something good in this world Frodo and it is worth fighting I say to you water walkers today there is something good in this world and it's worth fighting in darkness in despair when the battle rages there is something good and these are the stories that stand on the red carpet these are the stories when God hearts and broken lives for his glory somebody give him a shout of praise this morning most people misunderstand the word of patience like it's a simple thing like you go first but this word endurance Paul refers to the same word in 2nd Timothy 2 and 3 endured hardness as a good soldier endurance is divine Matthew 24 Jesus says he who endures to the end shall be saved James five eleven, we see the result of endurance that you happy are those who endure the word is mono meaning to have great fortitude and to have great perseverance. Doctor Criswell, the head of the Southern Baptist, tells about his dogs he had two bird dogs and down the street there was a, a bulldog and that bulldog came and crawled underneath the fence and he wrestled with those two bird dogs and they beat him to licking. I mean he was whelping and yelping and went back home late in the sun and, and his owner said and just let his wounds in the next day he kept going back. He kept going back he kept going back and the bird dogs would beat him to a pulp and on the fifth day when the bird dog showed the bulldog, saw the bulldog coming down the street they went yelping and hid in their owner's basement because they finally said that bulldog doesn't know how to give up so we're going to give up that bulldog was not bigger he was not the best but he refused to quit and that's a choice you and I make every day we may be outsmarted there may be someone brighter but at the end of the day this little bulldog grabs hold of something and says I'm going to endure till the end I'm going to see the will of God and that's what the Lord says about you you give yourself a hand this morning. Come on. Endurance will carry you through the problem, the trial, to stand on the red carpet, to receive the provision you're believing for. Winston Churchill, one of my husband and I's favorite heroes, during World War II, walked the streets doing V-Day with a big old cigar sticking out of his mouth. And every day with his big pot belly, he'd walk the streets of London as Adolf Hitler was bombing Europe and bombing Romania and bombing Estonia and bombing Warsaw and taking thousands and thousands thousands of precious Jewish brothers and sisters but he walked the streets and he said never, never give up not in anything great and small large or petty history proves it was Winston Churchill who fought the regime in England who wanted to give in to Adolf and wanted to give a little bit in to him but Winston said we're not giving in victory day is what we're going after the devil will try to get you to concede He'll try to get you to agree He'll try to get you to give up ground But instead of doing selfies Like this Put up both of your fingers And say victory, victory Victory is mine Somebody give Jesus a shout of praise Hupo mino Perseverance Hoopo is under something that's heavy Mino is to stay You put the two Greek words together of Perseverance and it comes to this water walkers Mino means to remain in one's place. So you defend your ground under pressure. You defend your ground. You hang in there when your boss is driving you crazy or the person you work next door to. Can I say amen? You stay under pressure when it's hard to keep meals on the table. You stay under pressure to do the will of God. Hupo mino. Say with me. Hoopo, Mino. Mino. It means under pressure, I will stand my ground. It's easy. Come on. It's easy to go and ride a little horsey ride. and This is so fun. It's easy on a sunny day to say these things, but it is harder when the clouds are out. It's harder when the pressure is out. It's harder when the finances are not meeting up or you're facing something in your body you don't understand to say, you know what, I don't know what I'm going through, but I'm telling you what, hupomino is my word. It's not a passive patience, but it is gallant spirit who can ride the tide of doubt, sorrow, and come out stronger on the other side. Someone give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Charles Spurgeon said this about you, my brothers and sisters. Holy Spirit said to dedicate this to you. He said, this is what I say about those who persevere. They stand in the midst of difficulties, steadfast and immovable. Those that glorify God must be prepared to meet with many trials. No one can be illustrious before the Lord unless they have conflicts or many. If yours is a much tried path, then rejoice in it because you will be able better to display the all sufficient grace of God. As for His failing you, never dream of it. Hate the thought of it. The God that has been sufficient from Genesis to Revelation is the God who is sufficient to the end of time. Give the great I am a shout of praise in this room this morning. That's about you. No one asked to be in the club, Josh. I want to be in the member of the trial club. Do you got a trial club? I don't mean like trial, like funny jury trial. I mean like go through a trial. No one says, I want to be part of the suffering club. Sign me up. The Trouble Club, when I moved to California went to high school, it was the craziest thing. You get in this big auditorium thousands of kids. California was a wake-up call, high school, sophomore year. And they're all punching little things and talking to each other. It was so far from Cleveland High School. And I hear them. I just I didn't know anybody, so I hear them talking. I hear them say, well, what you want to do, of course, now I'm talking Southern. They were talking California. I can't sound like a surfer right now, but just imagine it. Um, what you want to do is... You want to take basket weaving 101. That teacher is an idiot. That's what they would say. And it is so easy. You didn't have to go to class and you can make a, okay, I'm going to go get basket weaving 101. Then somebody else will say, yeah, go to that class 102, taking pictures of turtles. You will do fantastic. And you will make solid A's. But how many know in high school that might have worked, but in life, no one is going to get to the other side being a part of basket weaving 101. Come on, somebody. Nobody's going to become strong by sitting on a lily pad their whole life. We may not want to be a part of that club, but but stand on the red carpet of perseverance. We want to be a part of the club that writes a triumphant story, that writes a victory, that writes songs that change life. God is writing a story through your life that's going to speak to others. So you might as well say Psalms 4 and 1. Through pressure, O Lord, you have in enlarge me. Basket weaving will never raise you up to make your vision enlarged. A 101 taking pictures of turtles on a sunny day will never teach you to stand when everyone else is shaking. But the word of the Lord will take you through the trial and bring you to where he wants you to be, who you should be. Train up a child in the way they should go. God is training you up through the trial in the way that you should go so your faith will be genuine and strong oh what the trial took out of me the Lord says and the red carpet of witnesses said oh what the trial put into you your faith became strong and you learned to endure somebody give him a shout of praise in this house this morning endurance will carry you to the provision that you must have you see endurance will help you This kind of patience is not the kind of patience you've got to do at the red light with someone who's checking their phone and doesn't move the second the light turns green. Can I get an amen? No one's got any patience out there on the highways today, I'm just telling you. But it's the kind of endurance that you set a timer. Not only see how fast God can do this, but you set a timer that says, I'm in this for the long lap. I'm in this for the long haul. God, forgive me when I've set a timer on you, is what we should say. And Lord, I want you to know I'm in this. I know there's things in my life I've conceived in high moments of faith, like through the Bible when angels would appear to people, but I also know I've got to accept the power. Someone say the power of the process. James says right before this verse, think about the farmer who waits patiently for the earth as it harvests its fruit or harvests its its field or harvests its wheat. So must you keep your hopes high and wait, and what he says about the farmer it 's between the latter and the and the, the let 's see the latter and the former rains, the latter and the early rains in between times someone say in between times when you have planted a seed is anyone else with me but you 've not seen it harvested can I get an amen when you have done something have you not seen it blessed? I jokingly told in the early days of harvest some new believer paid their tithes and they, on a Sunday, first time ever, they came to me on Wednesday and said, I put that check in Sunday. I said, praise the Lord for you. That's awesome, sister. Said, Yeah, but nothing's happened. It's been three days and nothing's happened. I I ain't got no money in my mailbox. I haven't gotten a raise. And in the early days, that's what I did. Pastor Hank, Pastor Hank. And I just turned it over to him. But this is what I learned through years of growing. You put the seed in the earth, but you wait like a farmer does for the harvest. You put the... A word of encouragement towards someone, you pray for someone, and then you know, Lord, bring the rain down on what I'm doing. I'm not going to judge my life, but what I see going on in someone else's life because the wicked will be blessed. Those who are not following the Lord will look like they're living a pretty life until it all crumbles by the wayside. We don't speak it, but if you're not following the Lord, that is the answer. So you don't go by your feelings, you don't go by your emotions don't go by the vote of your best BFF's, go back to the word of God, to the promises of God, the yes and the amen of God go back and speak it, when you need peace, say I will have perfect peace, when you are afraid I know the Lord will strengthen my heart, when you need healing heal me O Lord and I shall be healed, I'm going to actively acknowledge as Hosea says in Hosea 6 and 3 I am going to actively acknowledge your faithfulness in the middle of my heartbreak I'm going to actively acknowledge your faithfulness in the middle of my trial I am not going to raise my fist against you I may cry Bob Gass one of my favorite preachers from the 80's Pastor Hank and I traveled the world listening to Bob Gass brother Perry gave me cassettes and I had a cassette player Yay yeah, is me and I've been listening to Bob Gass and he's from Ireland he's prolific we in heaven now I think but he talked about when his Irish mama was spank him. She had a cane and then if she couldn't, she'd get the daddy's belt buckle and spank it. And he said, I learned because I love mama so much. When she went to spank me, I just put my arms. I wish I had known about this. Oh God, I wish I would known about this. He put his arms around his mama and as she spanked him, he looked her in the eye and said, you are the best gift with tears and sincerity. God has ever given me. I love you, mama. I'm so sorry. He said, "My mom." Can never get past the second lick Come on somebody Because it's hard to spank anybody When they've got their arms around you Looking you in the eye I'm going to tell you something about God He's not punishing you But when you're in a dry place When you want to throw the Bible on the shelf Run like a scared child Throw your arms around them And say I don't understand anything that's going on But this one thing I know I love you God I may not like your people I may not understand understand theology but i love you god and you will find him when you give him one more hand clap of praise hallelujah hallelujah he is faithful he is good he is good hold on some people may tell you your best asset is your brain i've never been told that someone may tell you your best asset is your eyes your cool teeth your incredible laugh your giggle your tender heart your servanthood But God will always say the best thing about you is your faith and your perseverance. Because as long as you've got faith, you can lose anything else. And even if you do, even if you do in moments, because we've all done it. Oh, dear Lord, if you think you haven't, you are lying. We have. I'm just saying from my experience, forgive me if that sounded condemning. I didn't mean it. I'm just honest. Is that okay? But even in moments that you say, I'm done. I'm done, God. Even when you say, I'm walking away from you, God, He will reach for you even then. Even when you bury your hopes, He will come reaching for you again. Even when you erect a tombstone over your spiritual dreams and visions, he will come reaching for you again. If he's ever reached for you, just lift a hand because I feel his presence in this room. Look at me, church. Even if you pack your bags in your brain and say, I'm done, I'm walking away. My friend Keith Delhi threw his Bible on the shelf, great artist. He's written with um, I was going to say Corey Tinboom. Boom, Carrie Underwood. He's written with great country artists. He's an he's award-winning artist himself. He's a brother to me. And for one year, he threw his Bible on the shelf. And said he couldn't look at it. And I love it that my precious husband, I mean, I wanted to give Keith 25 reasons you should get that Bible off that shelf right now. And Pastor Hank just said, that's okay. That's okay, buddy. That's okay, buddy. You pick it back up, buddy. And he never tormented him or hurt him. This morning, someone put a plea out on Facebook who wants to make their way back to the house of the Lord. And they said, please don't preach at me. And I didn't, and others didn't. We just said, we love you. We love you. Because I'm going to tell you, even if you think I'm walking away from you, he will say through Psalms 139 in the Message Bible, is there any place I can go to avoid your spirit? If I climb to the sky, you're already there. If I go underground, there you are. If I take the morning wings, you'll find me in a minute. You're already there waiting in the morning. And I say, oh, he sees me in the dark. He says, I'm right. I see you in the light and in the darkness. They're the same. The Lord himself will go before you. The Lord himself will be with you. The Psalm and Paul said he will never 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 which is a repetitive word for point and interest never leave you or forsake you go ahead and throw your Bible on the shelf go ahead and get angry go ahead and say I've had it with Christian theology the Lord God who is strong but full of compassion and mercy he will keep reaching for you somebody give him a praise in this house Josh come help me I'm not quite done but come Feel this atmosphere because I'm getting there. This, the word says in James, he is full of compassion. Track with me, real quick here. Compassion is policia, splash, two words. It means that his compassion is at the very seat of his affection. I love that he's strong and that he's mighty and he's just, but I love this he's so compassionate. My daddy is a very, I have one more story about him in a moment, but my daddy is a very tender man. My mother whipped the fool out of me, trust me. Mama Joyce, her name was Joyce, and she whipped me so much. I, my picture is probably in the dictionary for spankings. My daddy was gone a lot, and he never had to spank me. He just looked at me. It was a, a tenderness I had toward him. And don't worry if you were the spanking parent. There's always got to be one. My mama just was hill of the ton. But anyway, she went after us. There was no wait until daddy get home. No, I'm going to spank you right now before your daddy ever gets home. She loved daddy too much to put that on after he'd been taking care of church all day. But my daddy um, spanked my brother. I'm sure he deserved it. <laughs> we lived at 15th Street, which is where the Lee College tennis courts are. I don't know how old Brian was. <laughs> sorry. I probably was about 10 maybe so maybe Brian was 6 or 7 it may be a year off because we're 4 years apart but when my daddy went to spank my brother the belt buckle got loose and left a mark on my little brother's leg what I saw is still emblazed in my heart I can't even believe I can remember this and what I felt as I I mean I knew it went on I heard daddy talking to Brian how sorry he was and weeping and praying with him daddy didn't mean for that and talking to little Brian and, but what got me As I was walking down the hall to my bedroom that was in the back, my sister and I, there sat my daddy in our rocking chair we still had today, his daddy's rocking chair. And he was rocking, my brother was fast asleep in his little twin bed. My daddy was just crying and praying. What I knew in that moment about my daddy is he's human, but he's full of compassion. And he hated what accidentally happened to my brother my brother loves my daddy that was all forgiven it only happened once but I see God in that rocking chair in my hurting moments I see God in that rocking chair in your hurting moments tenderly praying over you even after you go to sleep not because of what his spankings did to you but what the world did there's a beautiful passage in Psalms 84 of those who will stand on the red carpet blessed is the man whose strength is you whose heart is set on pilgrimage They pass through the valley of Baca. Everyone say Baca. They make it a spring. Then it becomes a pool. And they go from strength to strength before God. The valley of Baca was called that, Josh, because the resin trees looked like they were weeping. It was desolate. It was dry. I wonder who's in the valley of Baca today. I wonder who just came out. I think there's part of me that's still in the valley of Baca. I cry sometimes. I don't even know what I'm crying about. I usually know. Sometimes I just cry and cry, and I'll, you know, I'll I'll just get it all out. I'll cry to my elders. Most of all, I cry to the Holy Spirit because I've suffered a great loss. It's not always. It's not weekly anymore, but there are some moments. But I've gone through Valley of Baca many times in my life when you wonder, will I ever laugh again? Will I ever be who I was before that? You know, everyone kind of looks at before this happened and after this happened king david said in the valley of Baca, i remember the days of joy the days of singing when but now tears is what the king david the warrior says but now tears are my meat day and night oh lord when you might be saying about your valley of Baca, will this season end there's moments of reprieve in Baca. there's moments of joy but sometimes in Baca, the ones i went through in the past i know you just feel like for a moment i feel like i've lost myself i don't even know who i am anymore The good news about this is the psalmist said as you pass through, everyone say pass through, don't make a camp there. Don't live in the valley of Baca. That suffering, that misunderstanding, that loss, that disappointment, you are going to pass through. And you say, well, Pastor Rhonda, I can't make a decision to get out today. I get it. A friend of mine said they were done crying over their loss. I said, well, I'm not done crying. I'm glad for you. But I want the tears of the Lord to have their effect in me. I want the tilling of my soil because Psalms 35 says weeping may endure for night. But what comes in the morning? John 16 says anguish and joy can trade places. That means Valley of Baca, anguish and joy all of a sudden just trade places. And joy says, hello, hello. In Psalms 31, it says he turns my morning into dancing. That's the Hebrew Hapak. And it means to change, to convert, to make something that which it was into something else. It's it's, it's a supernatural divine uh, attribute of the Most High God. Anguish. When you're giving birth, every woman that's ever given birth, say amen. When you're giving birth, the Bible says, Jesus said, I'm going to go and I'm going to suffer the crucifixion. And you're going to be sorrowful. But then, just like a mother giving birth. I asked my mother one time, when I realized how that all went down. We were driving down the road. I think I was about 15. I said, dear Lord, how did you ever have me after going through that with Renee? I said, I'd have never had another child. She said, Rhonda, after you get through it, you don't really remember. You don't really remember how terrible it was. The people around you may remember, but you don't remember. It's the same thing. Listen, when your Valley of Baca is turned to joy, you will always remember what you went through, but the tears won't be the same. You will always remember what you went through, but the fire won't burn the same. When we see the completed picture of our lives and everything submitted to him and it all fits together, we will say with what the psalmist said, it is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Lord, take our anguish and turn it into joy. Can you say amen? In the valley of Baca, Israel finds himself in Psalms 137. And you'll have to give me, it's 1155. Will you give me to 1205? Because I have a closing illustration. I'm not quite yet. Can I have two people that agree with me? Thank you, thank you, thanks so much. Psalms 137, 137, I can't read my own writing. The Israelites were in the valley of Baca. They're in Babylon. And they said these prolific words. By the rivers of Babylon we sat and we wept. Our captors, the Babylonians, said, Sing us your songs of Zion. Sing us your songs of faith. Come on. Sing the songs that your life has been known for. Sing how great is your God. I worship you, Almighty God. Come on, sing us your song. But it said we couldn't have. We hung our heart on the willow tree, which is symbolic of we lost our song. Every once in a while, you will lose your song. Well, I ain't a singer, Pastor Rhonda. I'm not talking about a literal singer. I'm talking about just that song of your heart. And then he will say, where's your your joy? To say where's your joy? The crazy thing about that is they were standing on the rivers of Babylon, weeping, and they couldn't sing temporarily. And their captors were tormenting them. They had been taken out of Israel and living in a foreign land, like us all living in Russia or China. And someone says, "Well, sing that song. You are good." Oh, we we, we can't do it. We're broken hearted. But they were standing on the rivers, the very place that Cyrus would enter Babylon. In just a matter of days, underneath the rivers of Tigris and Euphrates, and he would come in and overthrow. Babylon. And when he overthrew Babylon, he would finance the Israelites to go back to Jerusalem and free them. Sometimes we are weeping on top of rivers that the Lord is going to turn for our good. Sometimes we are weeping on top of rivers that we've lost our song and we say it's not done. And God says through this, I'm going to give you a story. I'm going to give you a word. You see, in those moments that you fall down and you begin to worship and God takes a picture of heaven from you and you make that valley of Baca a place of springs and all of a sudden you begin to sing you are great and you do good things you are awesome father and I worship you you may be on your belly you may think you don't know what that is but all of a sudden that valley of Baca that dry place water of living water begins to flow all around you you can't see it the next thing you know you're standing up saying this is my story This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Somebody praise Him. My sweet daddy has been in the hospital twice this last week, and I can't tell you the whole story because it probably unveils the future. But my daddy and I are kindred spirits. He loves all of us three children equally. Don't fight him over that. But he and I are kindred preacher spirits. And I've always been able to read him prophetically, and he's been able to read me. And I looked at him and t- tears were in his eyes As we lay in that mercy room I was sitting in the chair and I said Daddy, what is it? He looked at me, I could tell He's like, I ain't going to tell you, baby I said, Daddy, you can tell me And he said, wouldn't it be wonderful If the Lord is planning a great home going for me I said, yeah, Daddy Someday You're so worthy of all the heavenly rewards Someday, Daddy And he knew the little girl in in me was just losing it even in his state of growing old and losing some faculties in his mind etc then he lifted his hands and he sang tis so sweet to trust in Jesus and then he would branch into other songs and it said Jesus Jesus how I trust you how I've proved you o'er and o'er again, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh for grace to trust you more. His little girl was just weeping. And I went to the second song. I got him on video. Sent it to my family. But I thought that's singing in the valley of Baca. That's faith at its highest calling. That's the words, Mama Joyce, that come out of us in the moment of Baca. That's what took David out of Baca and raised him up to be a warrior. Out of the valley of Baca came Elijah to do the will of God. Out of the valley of Baca came Jeremiah. Out of the valley of Baca came Ezekiel. Out of the valley of Baca came others, and out of the valley of Baca, Jesus Christ, through the garden of Gethsemane and the cross, was raised to glory. And today we know we shall go from strength to strength. Somebody give him a shout of praise in this house. You might have went in weak but you're coming out strong. 1 Peter 5 and 10. i got to get to my illustration. The God of all grace who has called you to glory after you have suffered a while He will establish you. That means after you've gone through something that's broken your heart you will come out strong and established. He will strengthen you and then He will settle you and Revelation says you will not be the one that goes in and comes out double minded can't stick with anything. When you come through the valley valley of Baca. He will make it a place of springs and he will settle and establish you. Somebody give him praise. I want to honor a few that stand on the red carpet this morning. They don't know I'm going to honor them. So here we go. But first of all, let me tell you. We make it a place of springs. We stand on the red carpet of perseverance. The Bible says in Ezekiel 3 and 15, Ezekiel says, I sat among the captives at the Kabar River. Which means he sat among the hurting. I'm going to tell you, after you go through the valley of Baca, you are the alcoholic that the alcoholics want to talk to. The former alcoholic. You are the one who was once divorced that people now want to talk to. You are the one that went through anxiety. They want to talk to you if they're going through anxiety. You went through addiction. They want to talk to you. You see, they knew you came out strong. They knew you passed through the same valley. They knew you suffered. You felt their pain. You walked in their shoes. So what Paul says the sufferings flow through us in 2 Corinthians 4 so that comfort of God will flow through us that people can have their stories resolved. I'm telling you, if I'm headed into a surgery, I want to talk to someone who's had the same surgery and came on the other side. If I'm headed into grief, if I just lost my spouse, which I did, I talked to everybody I knew that was full of the Holy Ghost. A lot of people uttered me, I didn't want to talk to those who were saying they hadn't survived. If you're going through cancer this morning Find someone who's beaten it If you've lost someone If you've gone bankrupt Find those who are standing on the red carpet of perseverance Who passed through the valley of Baca They made it a place of springs They made it a pool And now it's a well Where others can dip up out of the living water And be free Somebody give Jesus A shout of praise in this morning This morning, I welcome to the red carpet a young man who came here when he was very young. He lost his daddy to disease at eight years old. No father. But he kept coming to the church. I've seen him get the stuffing knocked out of him. But I've seen time and time again him stand and believe. And God and Pastor Hank became his father. Welcome Austin Chadwick to the red carpet of perseverance this morning. Welcome him. Just take a stand up here. Others will join you. I'm thinking about a little girl who was born with a heart defect. And survived that. Married her forever. But then she had a little girl, a miracle girl, but in 2017 her husband, the youth pastor of our church was killed in a terrible automobile accident, but I watched that little girl amaze all of us holding on to faith would never be wasted, please welcome Courtney Brown to the red carpet of perseverance I watched a man who like Abraham, moved from Indiana coming here not even knowing what he was going to do, and after he came here, and after he was a servant, he got the stuffing knocked out of him, and his life was hurt, and his heart was hurt, and he lost everything, but he held on to God, he held on to faithfulness, he held on to purpose, he held on to destiny, and today he is the associate, the minister of ministries, welcome Pastor Todd Haggard, to the red carpet of perseverance. I know a woman among us who suddenly lost her husband to a a sickness, he fell dead. She found herself a single parent. She found herself alone. But I knew of her from a distance. I now know her up close. She held on to God. She started teaching the Word of God. She believed that God had a purpose. And then God supernaturally, can't wait for you to hear that story, put her together with a man of this house. Now I want you to welcome the incredible Lisa Cook to the red carpet of perseverance this morning. Come on up, Lisa. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise to the red carpet of perseverance. Hallelujah! Can somebody praise Him? Hallelujah! 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 A young man came to this church. You see, some of you don't know the stories and why we think this church is just so awesome. At birth, he was given up by his mother and his grandmother had to go retrieve him. His grandmother raised him. He can't join the carpet because he's another part of this stage. But he started coming. He started being faithful. God put so many things together in his life. Chris Ferdinand said, I think that young man has the ability to lead worship. I said, Really? Yes. And he did. But then in the middle of that, he got the stuffing knocked out of him. We're not blaming any person, we'll always blame the enemy. But he lost everything precious to him. And for a while, he wandered. For a while, Pastor Hank and I texted him and talked to him every day. And two weeks before Pastor Hank fell critically ill, that young man made it back to the stage and began to worship again. And Pastor Hank knew, Josh Castleberry is on the red carpet of perseverance. Give Jesus a hand clap of praise. I don't know what age she started an addiction. I don't know what happened, but I've loved her the several times that she's been at Women of Hope. I've watched her have to go back on the inside. I've watched her fight to get her life together and every time she got knocked back she stood back up again and today she's with us. She's doing wonderful. Her daughter is with her and I'm going to ask both of them to come to the red carpet because Cheyenne is a result of Melissa Davis's red carpet of perseverance. Somebody give Jesus a hand clap of praise because heaven is worshiping. Go ahead and Stand on your feet. I've got one more. But go ahead and give Jesus the highest praise. In 2015, a dear friend of mine, coordinator of Queen Friday Day and Esther Project, only I and Pastor Hank knew for a while, was diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer. It was our first big merge at Queen for a Day. We knew God was prophetically working. But she got this terrible news. I watched her with bulldog tenacity faith and you've heard her testimony. I watched her declare, I will live and not die. I watched her hold on, seek the best medical treatment through our connection with Daystar that's available to anyone in Mexico. I watched her hold on and keep pushing through. I've always told her she's the tiniest, most beautiful bulldog I've ever seen. And today she stands years in remission and years to the kingdom and the glory of Jesus Christ. Would you welcome Susan Vernon to the red carpet of perseverance? Would you give Jesus... Jesus, I'm done preaching. Would you give Jesus the best praise this morning? Hallelujah. Before I pray with you, I want you all to stand up here. And I know so many of your stories. Some I don't know what you want me to tell. and not. There's so many things. You are precious to me. And I want to say to about every one of you, but I know yesterday I wasn't even going in this direction. And the Lord started wrestling me about 10 a.m. And I thought, please, Lord. And then he took this in write this for my people. Write this for my people. Write it for every man and woman and child in this room. Because there's even young children in this room that stand on the red carpet of perseverance and endurance. You are are standing before heaven with glory and you will endure and you will be saved there is the making of a miracle and through your pain donna there is coming pools of spring for other people through the things you went through god is going to sit you among the captives and they're going to find healing and redemption can you give him one more praise before i pray over you y'all just hang up here come on give him the best praise Give Him the best praise. Hallelujah. You can't quit. If you've hung your harp on the willow tree, which is a sermon I have uh, did years ago. The Holy Spirit's going to help you. Hallelujah. Take that harp off the tree. Don't bully yourself. Don't be hard on yourself don't be down on yourself if you're in the valley of Baca (sighs) for I the Lord knew you in your mother's womb I have known your rising and your falling I have known your standing and your sitting I know you by name and you are my joy will be yours blessed are you when you endure blessed are you even when you hang your harp on a willow tree in your life blessed are you when you say i'm done because i know you're not done blessed are you when you are overwhelmed and you feel conquered and you cannot go forward I will meet you in the valley of the Baca, says the Lord, and I will bring you strength. Blessed are you today, for even in your distance you think from me, I am not distant, I've been circling you. I am circling you, prodigal, you belong to me. I am circling you, warrior, you belong to me. I am circling you, young daughter, you belong to me. Reach up and grab me. Hold me tight and look in my face through your eyes of faith and see my love, my seat of affections is compassionate towards you, says the Lord. Blessed are you when you persevere for a miracle is in the making, says the Spirit of the Lord. Somebody just lift your hands and worship Him. Someone just lift your hands. He's moving in this place. I do not want to create anything but let Him to work. Just begin to honor his presence. We honor you, Holy Spirit. We honor you, Holy Spirit. So to those this morning as your eyes are closed and maybe you feel like you've lost your song, the Lord says, I'm going to help you find it. Don't bully yourself. To those wounded warriors that feel like you're not able to persevere like you want, the Lord says, don't bully yourself. I'm with you. I'm going to bring pools and springs out of what you view as the greatest losses of your life. The Lord says the people standing on the stage have brought great good out of what broke their heart. I will do it for you. You can't see it today, says the Lord. You can't understand the heaviness, the weight even of life, and you wonder how, Lord. And the Lord says, I will. Trust in me. If you believe that right now, if you would put your hand on your heart or lift your hand toward heaven. Hallelujah. Let's sing I Exalt Thee if we can, Josh. Just everyone stay where you are. Let's just sing that, and then I'm going to pray over you. Just think we need a moment to just kind of soak in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I you me. just to worship Him in this moment. Yes, I exalt. right now with hands on your heart or hands lifted. This morning, if you're away from the Lord, I'm not going to have you come down. But you just say, Pastor Rhonda, I just want to confess that I'm coming back to Jesus this morning. If you just lift your hand right where you are, the Lord sees that hand. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. This morning, if you're passing through that valley of Baca, you're having a hard time hanging in there. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brothers and sisters in this room. Those, Lord, who know they've not quit so far, but, boy, they've been tempted. Let them find your strength today. Let them know that heaven says you're on the red carpet, children. You're precious and honorable to me. Heaven cheering you on today. Heaven is saying you're doing a great job. Don't bully yourself anymore. For those, Lord, who are passing through that valley of Baca and tears are endless, and maybe it's gone from tears to anger, Lord, visit them with pools and springs of water. And for every man and woman in this room that you wrote this message for, Lord, let us take out of our pain and bring healing waters to others. Don't let us be a river that's not flowing, but let us be a river that says, I understand your depression. I understand your anxiety. I understand your brokenness. I've gone through that. I'm not here to preach to you, but I'm here to be with you and just to help you. Lord, let your love, your merciful compassion fill everyone in this room. In Jesus' name, the red carpet of perseverance in the church said, amen. Let's give him one more hand clap of praise. Thank you. Can you give them a hand clap of praise? Thank you, brothers and sisters. They had no idea they were going to be called up, and I didn't either until very late last night. So That's why they were not told. Thank you so much. Take this message and encourage someone with it. Listen to the podcast again. The Lord is just, I'm just shocked how our podcasts are going so many places.